Hi, welcome to Coffee Break for Your Soul. Encouragement for your journey, your story, for you. A podcast where we'll explore what it means to spark joy, to rest and refresh, and live as God's beloved. Where I share what I'm learning on my journey as it unfolds with you. I'm your host, Bonnie Gray, author of Whispers of Rest and Finding Spiritual White Space. Don't forget, I love to answer your questions, so post your questions for me on Facebook or Instagram at the Bonnie Gray. If you're not on Facebook, go to my website, which is thebonniegray.com. Now, pull up a chair. I'll pour the coffee. Hi, beautiful friends. It's Bonnie, Bonnie Gray, author of Whispers of Rest. I'm so glad that we have a chance to just take a pause in our day and spend some time together and get refreshed with some soul care. And what refreshes and energizes me the most is to have real conversations. So we are in for a treat today for our show because I have a special guest, Jennifer Dukes-Lee. She is the author of a new book that's out called It's All Under Control. A journey of letting go, hanging on, and finding a peace you almost forgot was possible. Wow, doesn't that sound so inviting? Well, we are going to get a treat to sit down with her and have a virtual cup of coffee with her as we talk about all the interesting things we really all wonder. We're all so busy, but what could we let go of if we wanted more space in our lives? to be more free to be the real me, right? I mean, we all want to have a more spacious life and not be all stressed out, (laughs) right? But how do we do that when it seems like we're so crammed in our schedules and expectations? So where do we begin? So this is going to be really inspiring podcast because we're going to talk about many different ideas and it's going to come from a real good conversation that's honest too. Now, before we talk to Jennifer about these wonderful topics of how do we let go and what would we let go in order to help us be less busy and be more restful, every week I'd love to share a soul care challenge. So let's jump into it. This week's soul care challenge of how we can take better care of ourselves comes from Psalm 4610. God says, be still and know that I am God. Now, what's interesting is that the word be still, the Hebrew root word is rafa, and it actually means to loosen your grip, to relax. And so being still doesn't mean to do nothing. It actually means to loosen our grip and to do what helps us relax with God. And to know him, the Hebrew root word for know is yada, which is to personally experience God. It's so personal, and each of us is very unique as to how we experience God with us. So, how do we relax with God? Well, this week's Soul Care Challenge is to take a pause, take a photo of something beautiful, beautiful to you. And so, just stopping with God to notice what's beautiful can actually be your time of meditation. Research backs it up. Research shows that when we take photos, it helps us relax. Taking photos helps lower 
our stress levels and leaves us feeling mentally clear and calm. Now, the reason why this happens is because when we ruminate and we worry, we tend to obsess over all the things that are very hard to solve for us, right? And we think, gosh, if I just grip tighter into this problem, I'm going to somehow figure it out. But actually, what breaks that rumination is giving our brain a mental break by focusing on something new. So taking photos does just that. It helps our brain to just take a break and relax. So when you feel gripped by stress or busyness this week, rather than trying to get more busy, step away just for a moment. Enjoy the beauty with God that's all around you. And it helps us to be present. You've heard that phrase, right? We all want to be more present. Well, taking photos is a creative way to do that. Research shows that creative activities like photography will do that. It'll disrupt our flow and we can relax. And we can also get reconnected with what God is trying to show us to say, I'm with you. I love you. And I will never ever leave you. No matter what we're going through, he's going to step right through it with us. So when you get a chance, take that photo. And as you share that photo on social media, you will also be encouraging your friends to pause and take a moment and notice what is beautiful to you. When you do that, I'd love to see what it is that's bringing you beauty. You can tag me at the Bonnie Gray and put hashtag soul care challenge. Now, one way that many of you have been saying has been very helpful is during the Facebook lives that I do every Monday when I share the soul care challenge, you said it's been really helpful to actually see. And um, this week, it was so fun to share the leaves that I found on my walk. And I am not a morning person. I'll just throw it out there. But I love to be able to use all my energy in the morning to take care of the kids, get their lunches packed, get breakfast on the table, help them pack up, and then I drop them off to school. And then after I drop them off, then that's my time to go for a walk and reconnect my heart with God. Well, on the walk this week, I found these beautiful leaves that you, I'm sure, are seeing. They're falling from the trees, and as the leaves fall from the trees gently to the ground, we see that the green, the chlorophyll in the summer that's filling them starts to recede and we see their true colors. So all those warm colors we love that make us feel cozy in autumn, we see those true colors. So letting go, letting go of the things that stress us, that we try so hard to keep under our control, it, when we let those go, we're like those autumn leaves. We can, we can see our true selves returning back to us. So um, before we head over to talk to Jennifer, I wanted to share that if you would like some more cheering on reminders of how to take better care of yourself during the week, you can head over to thebonniegray.com. I'm going to start a weekly newsletter just on Monday. It'll just be a little spot of sunshine to cheer you on, share a way you can de-stress and draw closer to God with um, an inspiring verse from God's Word that's combined with a soul care challenge based on scientific research. So go ahead to thebonniegray.com and you can sign up for that newsletter and I'll be announcing that soon. Now, back to Jennifer. It's a great segue because Jennifer is somebody that I met 
back in 2009 when I first started blogging. We both started blogging around that time and we both share authentically from our lives. And when I first shared that I was experiencing some panic attacks, Jennifer was one of the first online friends to reach out to me. And we had just a wonderful conversation, honest conversation about life and faith. And um, I just love Jennifer's heart so much. I'm so excited that now she gets to share her journey and her story in her new book. The book is called It's All Under Control. And it's so heartfelt and honest. So today we'll be able to hear from Jennifer. I just want to jump right into it. Make sure you go and visit her at jenniferdukeslee.com when you're done listening to this conversation that we're having and have virtual coffee together. You can find her on Facebook at Jennifer Dukes Lee. You can also find her on Instagram at Dukes Lee. Okay, so enjoy. Enjoy this conversation. Let's jump right in. Okay, and I'll come back later. We can wrap us up. Hey, so Jennifer, I'm so glad we got a chance to hop on right now with all the stuff that's going on um, in the world, in the culture, in our own personal lives. This week's topic is about breathe. Mm. I need this topic, and I'm happy to share it with you, with it, Bonnie. Okay, so what you, makes... You've helped me to breathe. I'll tell you what, your books have been so instrumental. They just... Like I just think about it. I just look at the covers of your books and it helps me to breathe. <laughs> well, that's a good sign. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so um, when I say the word breathe, um, what is it that pops in your mind? What pops in my mind is the fact that I am, today I was at a doctor's appointment. I've been going to a functional medicine doctor, natural medicine, um, and I have been for the past few months because I've been having... I'm ha I have this, this this drive. I still have this desire and this ambition that I had when I was 24 years old. Uh huh. But I'm in my 40s, and like my body can't keep up with my 24 year old ambition anymore. And um, I've been really I, I have felt the stress on my body. Like I don't feel stress in my heart or in my soul or in my mind. I, I really don't, but my body is saying, oh yes, you're stressed. <laughs> uh -huh. Your body is stressing out. And so I went to the doctor a couple months ago for the first time. And what the doctor told me is, Jennifer, you, uh, you, we need to help you learn how to breathe, like literally learn how to breathe. So it's so interesting that you would pick that for a topic because <sighs> we didn't talk about this. I mean, I have literal problems breathing. What happens is I breathe, I don't breathe deeply. I don't mm -hmm. breathe from my diaphragm and he's been helping me to learn how to breathe again. Like for my whole life, I've just breathed in this way that has my, my shoulders up tight and just constantly like, I can't really catch my breath. And um, he's helping me learn how to breathe again. And there are points during the day where I literally have to stop everything and focus on how I literally breathe deeper. And to me, as I'm going through this very physical process, I, I am reminded how I, I have not done that well in my spiritual life. Um, how there's been, there have been so many points in the journey where I'm just breathing, like hardly catch my breath, like I'm running a marathon and yeah. not slowing down enough to breathe deeply, that the kind of breath that will help you run that marathon. Yeah. And, um, so for me, it's so, it's so perfect because, um, it's, 
it's literally slowed me down to breathe in a time that is one of the busiest seasons for a writer. Um, and on top of that, I, I just took a, a new part-time job. And so um, learning how to breathe again literally is helping me learn how to breathe in a more soulful, deeply spiritual way. Yeah, I think that was a big aha moment for me when I was going through um, my anxiety and panic attacks year, you know, some years ago where I didn't even realize that I was holding my body so tense and I didn't know because my mind is so focused on what I need to get done. And isn't it interesting? I think it's fascinating that our bodies is kind of the last line of defense. Like it's not gonna let us pass go. It's like, no, <laughs> like, it's like the truth teller. What do you think? Yes, absolutely. It is like my body could keep up with that pace when I was in my twenties and my thirties. And I think it made me, it tricked me into believing that my soul was healthy too. Like, well, I don't feel stressed. Mm -hmm. So then I must not be, but, um, it came to, I've come to this point where I may be more stressed than I'm even willing to to recognize my, my default is work. I yes. love to work and I recognize in my life how I've used productivity as a coping mechanism. Because if I get busy enough, I don't have to deal with hard things in my life. I don't have to confront things that maybe I don't want to confront. So when you take time away and just like, sh sh like turn off all of the devices and close all of the tabs that I have open on my computer and yes. all the tabs that I have open in my mind yes. and focus on what it is to breathe. Um, it's like stepping off of the battlefield and setting down this load that's in your arms and feeling all of your feelings and being at home with yes. who you are. And that's hard because in order to be at home with who yes. you are, you have to confront who you are and what you're feeling. Yeah, and I think like that's why we're kindred spirits because I was so happy <laughs> and felt so honored to um, be have a small, very small part in your book. You know, your new book, which I really love. Um, it's all under control, and I, I was just so honored because you know you had quoted me about what I learned about mm -hmm. being on the battlefield. And you talk about being on the battlefield, you know, we're just like standing on that mountain, right? Lone mountain, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. battling all the things that we need to do. And, you know, you talked about work and um, starting part-time jobs. There's so many changes we go through. And, and like you said, it's part of our DNA for many of us um, as we grew up learning to be self-reliant and capable, which are good things. But, um, you know, it's interesting when we're out on that battlefield, we don't realize that a soldier, when he's out on the battlefield and he's strong, you know, for PTSD, he doesn't experience any PTSD or anxiety until he comes home. Yes. He doesn't experience it until he comes home, right? That's because he's safe. When he's busy fighting, being strong, he's on. So he doesn't feel actually the things that he's really feeling. He's getting it done. Yes. Bonnie, when I heard you talk about that, I, I literally know where I was standing. I was curling my hair in my bathroom and you were on a Facebook Live, I think it was. Yeah. Somehow I was watching you or on a video or something and I was watching you and you talked about, about this soldier and I'm like, that's why I keep working because I don't want to cry. 
I don't, I, if I, I won't cry on the battlefield, I'll just, I, I'll just keep going and I'll keep pushing. And, um, you said that, yeah, you said a soldier doesn't tend to experience trauma because your bravery is required. You've got to keep pushing and pushing. And when, and it's when you get home and that this, the soldier would experience a panic attack. And that's, I, I felt like she's speaking right to me. And I remember reaching out to you saying, I have got to put this in my book. Not only that, but I've got to live that in my own life. I have got to get off the battlefield and breathe and f- face my feelings and just get honest with myself instead of living in this sort of compartmentalized way where I just push my body so hard and, um, you know, maybe tend to my soul at some certain 15 minutes a day um, and and then just sort of leave that there. I needed to, to see myself as a whole person and you really helped me come to that place in this journey of it's all under control. So I, I really appreciate it. Okay, so this is what I love about you and why, you know, I connected with your heart because even as you write this book, which is really sharing so vulnerably about this journey, about letting go of control, you are still sharing right now on on in this conversation with all of us and all the listeners, I am still living this. I'm still journeying and growing. And I think that's an exciting conversation because a lot of the pressure from the culture and what we hear about, people talk a lot about, like you said, is that kind of ba- bravery on the battlefield. Like, be courageous, be brave. And we're afraid, gosh, there's this other side of me. Oh, maybe I should just like don't talk about it or ignore it. And yet here you are, here I am, and we're saying, no, all these parts of us are true. So I would love to hear um, hear just you share more like what are the ways that you can um, not just you know put your soul to the side, like what we're talking about, but like, hey, this is now how I'm embracing um, you know, this part of me. That's mm-hmm. not just the soldier. I think it, we're all would love to hear about, you know, what, what, what helps you? What's your soul care practice or some of them, your favorite? Sure. So one thing that I did, which was a very lengthy process, uh, but this is it's things that are worth, you know, to, that are really worth it sometimes take a lot of time and yes. you have to invest in your future self. So, you know, I would love to be able to tell you, Bonnie, what you can do in five minutes today to change your life. But the reality is uh, the things that I did are, are still, that are, are things that I have to do and redo and redo. And one of those things is I had to take everything in my life and do what I call a brain dump. I had to list everything that I felt responsible for, everything that I felt weighed down by. And I made a list. I, I can't keep track of a mental list. I need a, I need it all on paper. Yes. And so I looked at that list. I did this brain dump and I, I put everything on there. I put like bad behaviors. I put toxic relationships, people that, you know, things that just kind of been hanging on the edges that, you know, forgiveness that I have, you know, held back from people, just everything went on this list. Yes. And I thought it would scare me to death to look at that list, Mm -hmm. but it actually gave me peace because it felt like I was saying, okay, here we go, God, we are going to confront all this stuff. And then I took it through a process of what I call do, delegate, and dismiss. And I figured out what, what, which things God just needed me to dismiss. Like what 
do I know lot? What am I doing with my daily life? What committees am I on? What responsibilities am I taking on that are no longer required or really maybe never were? What could I dismiss? What could I delegate? What could I, where could I ask for help? Where have I taken on so much or where have I been unwilling to ask for help because I'm afraid that somebody won't do it the way that I want them to do it? Yes. Or where have I not asked for help because I didn't want to appear needy? And so this left the, this other list of things that I was called to do. And um, I really felt that this process helped me figure out what to let go of and what to hang on to so that I could shine at the things that God has actually called me to do. And some of those things are work-related things. Some of those things are related to addressing conflict in relationships in moving forward with something that's that I've been hanging on to for a long time. Some of the things that I had to dismiss were feelings of um, worthlessness or some insecurities that I had to let go, some doubts that I had to let go. But I am never, Bonnie, I am never at this place where I can just say, well, now that's done. I don't have to do that ever again. Yeah. Like, I'm not. Dear friend, as you are listening, I'm wondering where you are. As you picture yourself, are you on the battlefield or are you also feeling that desire to get off the battlefield and just breathe and to let your heart open and face all the things that God is wanting to take care of with you? Where are you right now in your heart? What are you feeling? Take a moment and just share that with God right now. as you do during this time, we'll go back and continue our chat with Jennifer. If somebody, you know, if somebody ever reads my book or comes to a a talk that I give and thinks, well, I'd rather hear from somebody who already has it all together and has this all figured out. Well, then I'm not the person, (laughs) but I am a person who is just continually coming back to the foot of the cross saying, God, can you help me with this? Help me unravel all of this stuff. And so I continue to do that brain dump. I continue to do delegate and dismiss. And it has helped me to be there for people Uh in emergencies. I had scheduled myself so busy, Bonnie, that I had no time for emergencies. Yeah. You know, my my mom got really sick around Christmas time, was in the hospital for 57 days. And dad, yeah, my dad, who's an amputee and is in a wheelchair, was living with us for that time. And it was a hard time, but it was also such a blessing to be able to help my parents in that way. Yes. And if I hadn't have done that process before, I don't know how I would have ever been able to be the kind of help and support I was to my parents. I knew that I needed to make space in my life for emergencies. And I knew I needed to make space in my life to be able to shine and do the things that God has actually called me to do instead of all this other stuff that I've just taken on over the years. Well, I think that all of us listening resonates with that feeling, that tension that we're holding a lot. And I think, I think when you were talking about how you do delegate and dismiss this process that you go through about letting go so that you don't have to hold everything together, it sparked a verse um, that I wanted to share with our listeners, which is Isaiah 26.3. It says, you will get, keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. And the word shalom for peace actually means a coming back together, bringing back together all the pieces. And 
whose mind is stayed on you, the word for stayed in Hebrew is samak, which is to lean and rest into. So a lot of times we might feel in order to have peace, we need to hold everything together. And in fact, this verse is telling us that actually it's letting go of all the parts so that we don't have to hold it together so that God can hold us. When we rest, we can be held. Mm, that's so good. That is so good. And you know, what are the verses, God who holds all things together? Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think what it is. It's uh, looking it up right now. It's in Colossians. Yes. 117. Mm-hmm. God is before all things and by him, all things hold together. So when we do what you're saying, which is to let go, which seems so counterintuitive and countercultural in a culture that values self-sufficiency and productivity mm-hmm. and look at how I've got this all under control myself. To let go is seen as a spiritual weakness or as a weakness. Not, a, But, you know, in God, of course, that's a real strength to, to say, here, I'm opening my hands. I know that God cannot put into anything into closed fists. He yeah. can't give us things and, you know, lead us and hold our hand if we've got our fists so tightly clenched around our preferences and our plans and everything else. Well, I love the picture you gave us right at the beginning of our little chat here, which has been so deep and just so refreshing that you're learning to just stop and mm-hmm. just a little stop of breathing. And I think of Mark six thirty one when Jesus says, come away with me by yourselves to a quiet place and rest a while. So just physically stopping physically breathing so thank you so much jennifer for spending this time to just even stop even among all the things that you're having to do and you've really blessed us and honored us by sharing your story even in the midst of um, your book release and everything that's going on you're sharing from your heart and i think that's refreshing for all of us to know we have a place where we can share authentically and know that we can just be ourselves Yes, and thanks for making a safe place to do that. Appreciate you, Bonnie. Wow, wasn't that an amazing conversation? I love how Jennifer says that to let go of things might be seen as a spiritual weakness, but actually it's a true strength because we're opening our hearts and we're making space for what truly matters. And that's your heart coming alive at rest and letting God hold everything together, including ourselves. Well, as it usually does happen, as we clicked pause on the recording and Jennifer Jennifer and I were chatting, we had some great conversation. I said, Jennifer, wait a minute, let's, let's, let's click record on this. I really want to share this part with our listeners. So we've got a little bonus here, and I think it's really going to fire you up. You know, something that we didn't talk about that I find so interesting, and you you can find it on 206 of the book, but the Greek word psyche, yeah, which is the word for soul, it means the vital breath, breath Ooh, of life. Yes. And, and <laughs> it means also means a human person. And so that's where this whole idea of ex- the exhale of God, because psyche is... Um, the direct aftermath of God breathing his gift of life into a person, making them an ensouled being. And we're like a product of breath. And, you know, I, it it just, just even that thought helps me to breathe. It helps me to 
rest and feel that shalom peace that you were talking about. Yeah. I'm so glad you shared that. Exhaling, inhaling, like together, learning together and giving ourselves permission. Now I'm inspired by what I learned about psyche. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so, cool. It's really cool. I don't know about you, friends, but I am so inspired having had this conversation with Jennifer. It was just so wonderful, isn't it? Well, if you want to continue to be inspired about how to let go and experience more peace, I invite you to get a copy of Jennifer's book. It's called, It's All Under Control, A Journey of Letting Go, Hanging On, and Finding a Peace You Almost Forgot Was Possible by Jennifer Dukes Lee. You can also visit Jennifer at jenniferdukeslee.com, find her on Facebook at Jennifer Dukes Lee, and on Instagram at Dukes Lee. What I love about this book is that this conversation you've heard Jennifer and I talk about, it continues in the book. So it's a wonderful way for you to get encouraged. And not only that, if you go to thebonniegray.com, this week I'm going to be giving away a copy of her book. So I want you to first get a copy for yourself to read and enjoy. And maybe you can win a copy for a friend and you can read it together. It's so wonderful to be able to read a book together and to spark conversation and share. Um, it's so wonderful to do that and really talk about the things that matter. Now, the other thing I want to invite you to do is to go to thebonniegray.com and sign up for my newsletter because if you've enjoyed this podcast every week as I give the soul care challenges, I'm going to also be able to put some sunshine in your inbox with the soul care, the inspiring Bible verse and a soul care tip that's based on science and research that can help you take better care of yourself and feel better. So we can hear a word of affirmation from God and also be able to do something that is good for our body and our emotions. Now, if you feel inspired every week as I give these soul care challenges on Facebook video live or here on the podcast, you can also read along in my devotional. Every week, each soul care tip is based on a devotional in Whispers of Rest. This week, we're on devotional three and we talk about how to let go and feel overwhelmed and to breathe. Next week, we're going to talk about how to let go of our worries and how to come to God just to feel better in our emotions. So you can read along if you enjoy that, um, a devotional, get a copy of Whispers of Rest, and that would be fun. I hope that something in today's show has really encouraged your heart, sparked conversation, and I hope that you can share this podcast with your friends as you've been listening to talk about these things. Sometimes when we give each other permission to talk about the things that we think about on our own, it is just so beautiful because we have real conversations. So remember, however our week goes, our day goes, you are loved, you are cherished, and you are worth it. Just rest. And I'll see you next week, okay? Bye.
took up your cross and you paid the price And someday I will be with you in paradise Give me strength